Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Okay, everybody, welcome. Today, we have got Dana joining us on the channel. Dana is an insurance broker. She comes from Maryland in the USA, and she got started with the program earlier in the year in April, and she's kindly agreed to come on the channel today to share her experience and really inspire everybody. So welcome, Dana. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. And uh, how long have you not drank for now, Dana? Uh, it's been four months. Epic. All right. So let's do it then. So yeah, what, what was life like before you uh, got started with the program? Chaotic, um, unmanageable, uh, very much um, unmanageable. I was, um, oh God, I was drinking all the time actually, um, mostly to numb out and to just um, basically bury any type of anxiety or any type of stress that I was feeling. Um, still managing to hold down my business um, but not doing a really, I wasn't a hundred percent at all. Um, drinking was more important some days than work. And, um, you know, I put that, um, I put that as a priority. Um, and so my, you know, my business suffered from that. Um, and then in terms of just daily tasks and daily things that I had to do on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of just, you know, the regular chores of, you know, home and life and family, um, that was chaotic as well. Um, but basically my life had become completely unmanageable. Oh yeah, I get it, I get it. And then, so uh, what was your drinking like? Like how much were you drinking? Well, it depended on the time of day and the day of the week. Um, some days more than others. Um, it could have been anywhere. I have a high tolerance. So um, it could have been anywhere from a bottle of wine to two bottles of wine uh, during the week, kind of stayed with the wine because um, I didn't want to get too loaded because I had to work. And then on the weekends, I'd bump it up to vodka. So, but by my tolerance being so high, I was able to pretty much down a fifth without even, you know, really feeling, I mean, I would feel it, but I wasn't drunk. Um, alcohol became more of a necessity and a need more than a want. Um, and it was in the center of everything that I did, everything that I did, it was in the center of that. So um, it's been in my life for a long time. Um, and you know, the crazy thing about it, Leon, is I mean, I, and I think I mentioned this before, um, you know, I didn't start drinking until I was in my late thirties. Um, I would have a cooler <laughs> here and there, but um, alcohol per se, drinking heavily, didn't start until I was well into my late thirties. Yeah. So, so what did you what did you do to try to stop drinking in the past, Dana? Tried everything: um, acupuncture, AA, um, oh, hypnosis, um, therapy. Um, IOP, which is um, intensive outpatient therapy, um, 
you know, every everything you can, all types of, of outreach groups um, that, you know, that help with, with drinking. I've never been to recovery. That's the only thing I didn't do. I've never been in recovery, but I was an outpatient. Um, but yeah, hypnosis, I spent a ton of money in acupuncture and hypnosis and neither one of those worked. So, um, you know, I've been through the 12 step meetings. I've been through all of that. And uh, then I tried, you know, willpower, uh, you know, trying to limit it to the weekends, trying to limit it to only certain days. Only if I took a trip, only if I went on vacation, um, just the whole list. And so nothing was working. Sorry, but you were, you were like very proactively trying it, but you had like desire, right? So it's... Um... Desire, well, the desire came once I realized that there was a problem because it was a long time. I mean, I kind of went into that mindset kicking and screaming, um, you know, because I felt like, I mean, there were signs, but I never looked at it. I always envisioned, you know, that type of problem, an alcoholic problem as you know, me being on skid row or me um, not being able to manage. I still, I didn't lose anything. You know, I didn't lose the house. I didn't lose the job. I didn't lose the car. I didn't lose all the money in the bank. Um, as a matter of fact, I I earned a my undergraduate degree. Um, I was the top producer in my, in my field. Um, I excelled, won all the awards, won all the, you know, I even got promoted, I don't know how many times. Uh, you know, as a manager in, in, in the business. And so for me, and I managed like 30 or 40 agents at a time. So for me, it was like, I don't really have a problem. I'm not, you know, I'm not like these other people that I hear about. Um, it wasn't until I wasn't able to stop and put it down that I realized, uh-oh, we have a problem here. Um, and then I would try to stop and I would, you know, periods of, a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. And then it would the cycle would just start all over again. Um, and even in those periods when I did stop, I it was always on my mind. It was never, yeah, oh, it wasn't on my mind. Um, I didn't, I couldn't imagine a life with it and I couldn't imagine a life without it. Yeah. So that, that was really um, difficult. And then also pride and ego, you know, fell into that because I'm a smart girl, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty intelligent. And I was like, how do, how did I get myself in this situation? Um, and it was baffling to me because, you know, I, I've done other things in the past and I put them down and I stopped and it was, that was it. This was a different ball of wax. And um, I've had people in my life um, and in my family who I've witnessed with an alcohol problem. And I said, that would never be me. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't understand how, how did I let this happen? And then the funny also, the funny thing too, Leon, is that um, my tolerance. So I realized, you know, I, I kept trying to figure out when this all started because I couldn't place at what point in my life did I, did I cross that invisible line? And then I remembered a period where um I was drinking and partying a lot for like several years back to back. And that was the period that the tolerance was growing um, because I wasn't counting at that point, you know? Um, and like I said, I always was able to wake up the next day and do whatever I had to do. 
um, two fears that I have is being homeless and hungry. So <laughs> I don't do poverty well. So, um, or being broke, I just, I just don't do that well. So making money was always, you know, my motivator. Um, but when I did the inventory and I looked at my bank account one day and I just kind of like skimmed over one year of what I spent, I was horrified. Mm-hmm. I was just horrified. Um, and that's when I've said, you know, yeah, there's a problem here. But that was just, that was 10 years ago when I, when I woke up and realized it was a problem. So it took me another 10 years to really get it together and to try to make a change and make a change. Yeah, got it. So then, Dana, what was it that made you decide to join Silvercliff? Desperation. Um, desperation. I have been on watching, I, I go on YouTube all the time and I've, I've looked at a lot of um, YouTube videos and just uh, trying to take a different approach to what I was doing because nothing else was working. And I saw your video, Sober Clear on YouTube and um, I listened to several segments of, you know, Sober Clear and um, that's when I gave you a call and I was just like, you know, what makes this so different than anything else that I've done? And, um, you know, basically you say, keep an open mind, you know, get the materials, start going through the modules and um, peeling back the layers and peeling back the truth about alcohol and what alcohol really is. Um, and so that was a turning point for me. That was a, an, op- an eye opener. And once I started looking at it for what it really was and what it was doing in my life, um, I was like, okay, nothing else has worked let's give this a shot. Some, you know, let's, I had tried everything besides this. And so, um, yeah, that's when I came on board with you. Awesome. And then, so, so how has it been different doing this program than maybe some of the other things that you've tried in the past? Well, one of the main things that I do like about your program, um, is the fact that there's support, you know, there's, well, there's a couple of things. One, um, it's different than going to the meetings, you know, and I don't have anything against AA at all. I have nothing against any recovery group. They, they all are very helpful. For me, um, I need more, um, I need more of a setting that allows me to be able to express myself in a way where um, I'm not being judged. I'm, I'm, I'm being coached. I'm being heard, um, I'm, you know, there's feedback. Um, you know, in a lot of meetings you can't, there's no feedback. You can't cross talk. You can't um, hear other people's opinions or hear other people's advice until after the meeting, of course. Um, but with your program being able to um, get feedback, talk to other people that are like me, like minds, um, other entrepreneurs, other people that have businesses that have success successful businesses or have been trying to make a successful business. Um, there's a whole different mindset in the program that you have. And so that um, that was huge. And then second thing was the modules, which I go over, because uh, I hear something different every time I go over the modules. Um, just really listening to them and being able to process um, you know, what alcohol is really about from a different set of eyes, from a different mindset is very refreshing. 
um, you know, with 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 therapy. I mean, therapy is always good, but with what I learned from going to IOP meetings and being an AA and trying all these other different things, um, it just it, it wasn't. Um, how can I put it? It wasn't something that I was receiving on an ongoing basis that was substantial enough to keep me sober the next day. And the other thing was like, even with acupuncture, I mean, now that was, that was crazy. I mean, I went through acupuncture and um, she could feel like she was, she was good. She could feel um, the alcohol coming out of my system. And she did cleanse me. She did. She cleansed my whole body. I could feel it, but you know, it's all in the mind. So you can cleanse the body, but if it's in your head, mm-hmm. if you're not dealing with the root and the core of the problem, you know, it doesn't work. And so um, your program of uh, being able to have information that was crucial and directly correlated to what the problem and issues were, was key. That was a game changer for me. So, and even now, four months later, I still go through the modules and I still listen to the modules, you know? Um, and when I am on the coaching calls, um, it's been a little crazy these last few couple of weeks, um, few weeks, but when I am on the coaching calls and listening to other members of the program that what they're doing to stay that, you know, to stay uh, sober clear, it's motivating and it's encouraging. And that's the main ingredient um that I haven't experienced before you know to, to be encouraged by other people that are going through the same thing that I'm going through yeah love it beautiful so then how does uh, life look now for you then like what's uh, what's changed you know in, in, in your work your relationship uh, everything well I'm definitely much more productive um a lot busier I don't know how that could even happen but I am um I'm more focused. Um, I have, you know, my visions are clear about what I want for my future, what I want to do um, in terms of being healthy, getting healthy, uh, you know, with drinking for, you know, a long period of time, um, you know, I neglected a huge uh, part of my health and, um, you know, I'm paying for that. Um, but the good news is that I'm also doing something about it and, um, you know, in time, I mean, four months is, is a, it's a long time and it's not a long time, but it's long enough to get some footage where I'm able to make some drastic changes in my health, in my life, and just in how um, I treat my body. Um, so now it's different. It's different in terms of um, I'm becoming more clear about things. I'm becoming more clear about what I want in my life, who I want in my life. Um, I've started cleaning house. I've had to start looking um, really at who I associate with, where I go, what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know I can still go around people that are drinking because that's what they want to do, but I choose and pick um, much more carefully. And if I don't have a reason yep. to be there, I don't go. So, um, you know, each day I become stronger, each day it gets better. Um, each day I become more clearer. 
And um, I'm very grateful. I stay in gratitude. Well, I hope you don't mind me sharing. I'll edit it out if you, if you go like this now. But you had like a, a record month in your business as well over the past four months. Yes, I did. I did. And um, actually, that's continuing. Um, you know, I had, a, I had a couple of huge clients that I was able to close uh, because I was super clear. If I hadn't have been, it wouldn't have happened. Um, that major project that I had been talking to you about, uh, that mass mailing finally got done. Nice. Um, actually, they're they're going out. I hired an assistant and uh, got that done, and they're that's that's going to be um, completed this week. Um, so yeah, like big tasks that I had to do, and I still have a lot of cleanup work to do uh, because I did let some things fall by the wayside, but I'm just chunking at it little by little and and getting it out the way. Um, but yeah, product productivity was off is is off the charts, and um, and I'm able to handle it. I'm able to handle it and make you know make some good choices in terms of uh, business decisions for my clients, and um, have the patience um, and the tenacity that I didn't have before. So it's been epic. Yeah, love it, love it. And Dana, what's one piece of advice you'd give to somebody that's thinking about joining the program? Sign up, don't think about it, just do it. Don't even think about it because, you know, um, for me, when, you, when, you, when you've gone through pretty much um, every single trial and tribulation to try to get sober clear and it hasn't worked, um, you first of all, you've got to be open to some new things. You got to, if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to keep getting what you've always gotten. And you know the difference of insanity. So, try to do something different, you know, give it a shot. You know, if you can invest thousands of dollars in alcohol, you definitely can invest thousands of dollars in yourself. And um, I would say for anybody that's out there listening and that really um, is struggling, you know, come on board, you know, we're here for you. Leon's here for you. Um, we're not gonna hear, you're not gonna have a story that we haven't already heard. Um, and the only way to, you know, to beat this thing and, and, and to get sober clear is to do something different if nothing else has worked. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.